Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi, and I am your host. And that seemed like an odd introduction that I don't normally do. I did something wrong there. I can't quite put my finger on it. Anyway, we have an all-news show for you today. But before we get to that, I do need to give you a little um, kind of like a public service announcement here. I mentioned that Allison and Steve Sheridan purchased some really cool puddle lights for me. So when you open up the door on the ground, it displays a Tesla logo with the words Tesla underneath it. It looks really, really cool. I did get an anonymous email from somebody who seems to be in the know, and I'm just going to take them at the word that they are in the know because their email was very detailed. So normally I would read you the email. (laughs) Unfortunately, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not very good at reading. I'm also not very good at staying on topic. So I've tried reading this several times. I edited it down to make it a little bit more uh, concise for this podcast. However, every single time I do it, I either add something editorially or I mess it up. So I'm just going to use AI and Antoni is going to read you the email. So here is Antoni. It's probably Antony. <laughs> so dumb. Here's the email. The puddle lamps fitted to your Model Y form part of the circuit that controls the window short drop function. If you fit third-party puddle lights and they go wrong, you might very well smash your door glass and cause damage to your upper brightwork trim. When the mobile service technician arrives, the first thing they are going to do is check the puddle lights. If they find third-party lamps fitted, they would have to bill you for the repair. It's an expensive repair. It's not an academic risk either. I've seen it happen several times where third-party lamps are fitted. You might be wondering, lights? What do they have to do with windows? The answer is cost. When you open the door, you need the window to drop and the light to come on. Wiring them together in this way means you can do away with a separate controller for each element and reduce the amount of wiring. So not long after I received this email, I also saw on a Facebook group that I'm a part of that somebody installed very similar lights to the ones that I installed. 
And somebody on the Facebook group, actually several someone's on the Facebook group in the thread said, hey, just so you know, if your window breaks, you're responsible for the damage. Now, I would like to just mention that Allison and Steve very kindly sent these to me. They didn't have any idea that this was the case. I did let them know that that, uh, this could be a problem because they have them in their vehicles. But I do want to spotlight their very sweet gesture of sending these lights. They knew how much I was excited to get a Tesla. They were one of the first people that I told that I had I had pre-ordered one. And they've been very supportive the entire way. And this gesture that they, that they uh, sent to me was very sweet. And I will be eternally grateful for it. More than anything, I'm just really grateful for their friendship. So I just wanted to say in front of, you know, whoever your God is and everyone that I appreciate Allison and Steve for thinking of me. Now, I do have a plan for those lights and who knows if I'll ever get around to doing it because it would require me to fix my 3D printer, which has been sitting in my garage broken for, I don't know, five, six months. But once I get that thing fixed, I do have an idea as what as to what I can do with those lights and I'm kind of excited about it. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the news. Stellantis's CEO said that they're going to need one or two more battery plants in the United States before they can produce enough EVs. The IRA created very favorable investment conditions, said CEO Carlos Taveras, to which I say, duh. They're just, the United States is just throwing money at businesses, at consumers. Obviously, businesses are getting the lion's share of this money. Uh, kind of as a side note here, North America is the fastest growing region for planned battery cell manufacturing factories. So that's pretty impressive. Moving right along, Faraday Future announced pricing for its special edition FF91. <laughs> are you ready? The special edition FF91 is going to cost $300,000. Let that sink in. A car manufacturer who, or even a startup, an EV startup who started before I started this podcast in 2016, they've been trying to get the FF91 out the door in that entire time, and they finally are doing it, and they are charging $300,000. Now, that's the special edition So I would imagine that they'll be announcing the much more affordable version at $150,000. So more people can buy it at that price than the $300,000 the special edition cost. What's wrong with these companies? It's just, you got to be out of your head. I'm sure only a few people are going to buy this and then Faraday Future is going to come along with, you know, I say affordable jokingly, but a much more affordable price. Um, as we go forward, but yeah, this is definitely a car that is for a specific person. I saw it at CES. It is very long. It's almost like a station wagon, like the old kind back when they didn't require kids to wear seatbelts or anybody to wear seatbelts for that matter. Neo has nearly 30,000 reservations for their redesigned ES6, and that was just in three days, which is not too shabby. I would imagine they, they have significantly more reservations at this point. The Fisker Ocean has achieved an estimated EPA range of 360 miles, which is 579 kilometers in range. Pretty impressive. 
There are a lot of qualifiers in that previous statement. However, the Fisker Ocean Extreme and the Fisker Ocean One Limited Edition are the only uh, Fisker Ocean models that will reach that range. And that's because they have the hyper range battery pack at 113 kilowatt hours for that battery pack size. The Ocean is approved for sale in all 50 states and deliveries will start June 19th. And I know that there is at least one person who listens to this podcast who will be receiving one of these vehicles and I can't wait to hear what they think of it. Lucid Motors is planning on raising $3 billion. Close to $2 billion of those dollars is coming from the Saudi Public Investment Fund. Saudi Arabia owns 60% of Lucid, which is to say they basically own Lucid Motors. Uh, the remaining $1.2 billion will come from a public offering of roughly 173.5 million new shares. Lucid says the $3 billion in funds would be used for general corporate expenses, which is vague. So I suspect they're going to put a lot of that money into marketing, letting people know that they offer an affordable version of the Lucid Air. You remember the affordable $87,000 Lucid Air they kept talking about? I have a new tagline, and Lucid is welcome to this or not. They, 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 I, I'm, I'm giving this to them for free. And the tagline is, for that particular $87,400 vehicle, the tagline should be, The Lucid Air Pure. Affordable, but not obtainable. Let's move on to a more affordable, but probably still really expensive car, the Volkswagen ID Buzz. It's on its way to North America, well, kinda, in 2024. VW showed off the ID Buzz at Huntington Beach, California, which is kind of a big deal, I guess, because a bunch of hippies drove it in the 60s, so they thought that was the best place to uh, show it off. And listen, and listen, I'm not saying hippies are bad because a lot of my family members live that lifestyle when they are young. So, and I have nothing bad to say about my family members. So, uh, yeah, now I feel like I got to walk back a bunch of stuff. Anyway, my point is, is VW tried to play the nostalgia game with the ID buzz launch. Here's the problem. We didn't get a lot of details. We know it's going to be a seven seater. The wheelbase is going to be larger than the one in Europe in the ID Buzz found in Europe. It's got it's about 10 inches longer, 210 kilowatts uh, electric motor, which gives us 286 horsepower, 85 kilowatt hour battery pack. We don't have an official range, but it's probably close to 260 miles based on the European version. Like the US battery pack's a little bit bigger, but so is the, the ID Buzz is a little bit bigger. So I'm just taking that and saying 260 miles. We don't have an official price, but we do know deliveries will begin in 2024. Honestly, this wasn't much of an announcement. They basically just showed off the car and had a party. I was just a little bit disappointed. It seems to be to have a small event, call it a preview, don't give a lot of details, and then in three or four months when the hype dies down and you need to be in the press again you have another small event and you give out a few more details but you don't really give out you really don't tell the whole story and maybe i'm the only one that gets frustrated by this but when i see that a company like vw has an announcement for a car that i'm excited to see 
Um, they have the, the, the preview. They don't give you very much information and they just leave you wanting more. Overall, I think this is going to have the exact opposite reaction in that after a while, uh, your first announcement, less and less people are going to cover your second one, still not very many people. And when you officially, officially unveil the car and not do a preview, but you actually do a full unveiling of the car, that's when people are going to pay attention. Um, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. And if I wanted to take my own advice on this, I wouldn't talk about it on this show, but I'm a sucker. Moving on, final EV story. Hyundai CEO says that EV leases in the United States are on the rise because of the IRA tax credits. Under the IRA, the Ionic 5, 6, and Kia EV6 don't qualify for the Inflation Reduction Act tax credit if you buy it. But for some reason, if you lease it, the the vehicle's fine. You get the, you get the tax credit. I don't quite understand why this is, but things the United States government does or doesn't do often doesn't make sense to me. And I tend to be perplexed a good portion of the time when I think about this stuff. So we're going to go ahead and move on. It's time to thank patrons. So normally I read everybody's name off in a list. This time I'm going to break y'all down into groups. So we have 36 patrons. So we're going to do three groups of 12. And we're going to start off newest to oldest. Here we go. I want to thank Charles, Electron Raceway Fabricator, Scott, Jean, Chris, Jamie, Mo Cowbell, Don, Christopher, Stephen, Alex, and Alan. I want to thank each of you for supporting this show. It means a lot. I know I say this every time I bring up Patreon, but I have a job and my job pays me enough money to pay for all my bills. So my only goal with the Patreon is to earn enough money to pay for this show. Doesn't quite do it. We need to get to about a hundred, maybe 120 bucks a month, somewhere in that neighborhood. And honestly, we have way more patrons than I ever thought that we would have because I don't mention it all that often. I don't really hit it that hard. I only offer or I only ask for a dollar a month to get rid of the ads. So the fact that this many people subscribe to the show or are patrons of this show means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. If you'd like to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com. We'll get you to the same place. And if you're ever curious as to how much this show, you know, makes on a monthly basis from the Patreon, I put the number up there. Like I don't hide it. Some some patrons will or Patreon uh, uh, podcasts will hide it. I don't hide it. It's all out there for you to see. You have to take some fees away from that, so I don't get the entire. Uh, I think it's fifty one dollars a month right now, but I don't I don't see that fifty one dollars because Patreon takes out their fees, and you know depending on the month it can range as to how much they take out, and I don't really know why that is. I know that some months I get more and some months I get less, and I keep the same amount of patrons. But anyway, if you're ever interested, go to supportkilowatt.com and you can see it there. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okie doke, let's move into some Tesla news. Tesla recently released an update, and there are two features in there that I thought was pretty neat. First is tire health. So if you go under the service tab, you'll see how many miles it's been since your last tire rotation or replacement. Once you've had your tires rotated or replaced, you can just go in and reset the number to zero. So this feature does require a little bit of work on your side. It's not like a ton of work, you just got to remember to reset that number to zero. The second update is a feature that I actually found on accident. So if you go to the settings and then you go to display, there's a new option called scroll wheel function. If you hit the down arrow on scroll wheel function, you'll have a, a lot of options like temperature, fan speed, display brightness, save dash cam, that kind of thing. So you choose one of these, I chose temperature, and when you long press on the left scroll wheel on your steering wheel, that will bring up the option, in my case, for temperature. And then I just scroll up or down if I want the temperature to go up or down. I find that I adjust the temperature constantly in my car. I didn't think I did, but I do. It's it's a it's an annoying amount of time that I that I adjust the temperature. I can do this without having to take my eyes off the road. So it's pretty cool. There's also a menu feature. So if you take the left scroll wheel and you click it to the left, you can go to menu. And then if you want to change the brightness on the display or the fan speed, you can still make those changes through there. So far, out of all of the things that I love about my Tesla, I love this feature the most. Speaking of Model Ys, some Model Ys may be susceptible to water ingress in the trunk. So there's an issue with a seal somewhere in that trunk area. Tesla has already notified affected owners. There's also another small issue with Model Ys and steering wheels that were not bolted in properly. Again, Tesla has notified owners. And you know what? While we're on the subject of Model Y, let's just go ahead and throw this one in there as well. The Model Y long range in Canada 
for a while, there's been some question about what the origin is. Well, we now know that that car is shipped from China, which is insane that it's cheaper to or more effective, I don't know, more efficient to build this car in China and ship it back to North America than it is to build the car in one of the two plants that builds Model Ys in North America. It's craziness. Craziness. I will never understand the supply chain and how these companies save money doing this kind of stuff. It just seems like shipping this car from China all the way back to North America costs way more money than spinning up another line at one of the two factories that we have here in the U.S. and shipping it to Canada. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has ended its probe into Tesla, allowing passengers to play video games on the touchscreen while the car was in motion. This was called passenger play. Very cleverly named. However, you know, it wasn't just passengers that were playing games. So I'll get to that in a second. Tesla has already removed the feature. They removed it in 2021, and that satisfied the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's concerns. But it's it was dumb to have enabled it anyway. Uh, the NHTSA, NHTSA, said that Tesla shared that the feature was only activated during a small number of trips, but about one-third of those trips, there was no one in the passenger seat. So people were playing video games while while driving. Now, we don't know how many one-third of those trips uh, was, but still, it, it's too much. That's, that's silliness. Uh, Tesla should have never enabled that. They know better. Kind of as a side note here, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration has proposed a new safety standard that would require automakers to implement automatic emergency braking and pedestrian automatic emergency braking systems on all new vehicles. It doesn't matter if they're ICE cars or EV cars. This is something they're proposing as a new safety standard. They said that this could prevent 360 deaths and 24,000 injuries per year. Honestly, I'm on board with this. One, because 360 deaths is way too many and 24,000 injuries. There's probably some that are very serious injuries involved. So that's, that's enough reason to get on board just in general, just saving lives and keeping people from being injured. But the other reason is most vehicles that you buy, newer vehicles that you buy today, come with these features anyway. So it's not like the auto industry isn't moving that direction. It's just that uh, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration is just helping them speed that along. Elon says that Tesla is open to licensing autopilot, full self-driving, and other EV technology to third-party automakers. Elon released a tweet on June 5th, and this is what it said. Tesla aspires to be as helpful as possible to other car companies. We made all our patents freely available several years ago. Now, we are enabling other companies to use our supercharger network. Also happy to license autopilot, FSD, or other Tesla technology. I think this is cool, but I do have a question. I wonder if an, if Tesla licenses full self-driving to another automaker, would Tesla require that automaker to charge whatever Tesla is charging for FSD at that time? So let's just do an example here. If Tesla licenses their full FSD to Volkswagen, Tesla at this time charges $15,000 for FSD. Are they going to require 
Volkswagen to charge $15,000 for full self-driving? Here's why I'm asking the question. What if Volkswagen decides on all ID4s, they're going to offer FSD for the price of the vehicle? They're not going to charge extra for it. And they're going to take a loss on every ID4 so that they can undercut Tesla's car sales because they're direct competitors. Let's say our example is taking place in 2025, and now the ID4 is comparable with the Model 3 and the Model Y. Like both cars are fantastic. Both cars cost roughly the same amount of money. Which one would you buy? Would you purchase the $47,000 ID4, which comes with free full self-driving, or would you purchase the $47,000 Model Y and then pay the extra $15,000 for full self-driving? It would seem to me that Tesla would want to put in some safeguards so that third-party auto manufacturers aren't cannibalizing Tesla's vehicle sales. A few weeks ago, Tesla revamped its referral program, and now they've added a little bit more to that. So whenever you refer someone, whether that is solar panels or you know a Model Y or Model S, you get a certain amount of credits. So with those credits, you can purchase like a wall connector for 5,500 credits. Some of the other things that you could buy with your credits are apparel, drinkware, supercharger miles, car accessories like a dog seat cover for the back seat. For 500 credits, you can enter the Cybertruck raffle. You get enhanced autopilot for 55,000 credits and full self-driving for 120,000 credits. And I think this is only for Model S and Model X on that. I don't think you can get that for Model 3 or Y, but I could be wrong. When I looked in my referral area in the app, that's how I read it. But anyway, here's the thing, right? This is a lot like camel bucks, if you're old enough to remember camel bucks. It's just on a much higher level, right? If you refer somebody, if you refer somebody and they buy a Model 3 or a Model Y, you get 2,000 credits. If they buy a Model S or a Model X, then you get 5,000 credits. So in order for you to qualify for a $15,000 feature, you will have to sell just of the Model S and Model X, you'll have to sell over $500,000 or refer over $500,000 in referrals to get a $15,000 feature. That doesn't seem very generous if you're referring that many people who are buying Model S's and Model X's. Um, and this is a feature that basically costs Tesla nothing when you consider that you're selling over $500,000 in cars for them, $15,000, not a lot of money, right? If you refer over 60 people and they buy a Model 3 or a Model Y, then you qualify. 60 people is the minimum that you qualify. Guess how much money that is. Conservatively, if each of these vehicles averaged out at $45,000, that's $2.7 million. And you get a $15,000 feature. I think the balance is off here just a little bit. Moving on, all Model 3s now qualify for the $7,500 IRA tax credit. 
Before this, only the performance Model 3s qualified and the base Model 3s qualified for half of the tax credit, which was $3,750. Now, all Model 3 and all Model Y variants qualify. The Model S and X do not qualify because they cost so much money, but you do get three years of free supercharging if you buy one of those vehicles as a consolation prize. But the big question here is how was Tesla able to get all three of the Model Ys uh, eligible for the IRA tax credit? And I have a couple of different uh, suggestions. One is Tesla has an amazing supply chain. And through all the processes that Tesla has set up, and they've put a lot of work into their supply chain. So it's not, it wouldn't surprise me if Tesla found a way to build their LFP cells so that they qualify for um, the IRA tax credit. That, that wouldn't surprise me at all. The other option is that they switch to the nickel-based batteries, which I really highly doubt that they did that. And the third thing, which really wouldn't surprise me at all, is I'm pretty sure the U.S. government is allowing auto manufacturers to self-report on the sourcing for the um cells that qualify for the IRA. It would not surprise me at all if Tesla was reporting that they were in compliance, but really they weren't. And if they got caught, they're like, ah, we'll just pay it back. It's not a big deal. Just a guess. While we're on the subject of Model 3s, let's talk about Tesla inventory vehicles that are being discounted. So that means when you go to the website, Tesla will give you the option to customize your vehicle or you could purchase something that's already been built waiting for you to pick it up, right? These are just called, these are just inventory vehicles. Some of these vehicles are being discounted. That includes Model 3s and Model Ys. Some of the Model 3s are being discounted by as much as $2,600. Some of the Model Ys, not quite as much, $600, but still pretty good. So now in some states, like Colorado, the Model 3 rear-wheel drive the price for that vehicle is just under $30,000 because of state and federal incentives. So I'm just going to read some things off to you. Um, now, with these incentives, you're still going to pay the original price, but you'll get that incentive later, whether it's a tax credit or a rebate or whatever. But in Vermont, you can currently get the Model 3 rear-wheel drive for $26,000. Same with Massachusetts and Rhode Island and Pennsylvania and Delaware, it's right around $27,000. New York and California is $28,000. Actually, in California, in some places, it's down to twenty-three. dollars I was just reading before we started this show. Colorado, $28,330. Connecticut, $29,000. And Maine, $29,000. So this is really good. Like the state and federal incentives definitely add up. I'm going to use Massachusetts as an example. So you get the Tesla inventory discount of, you know, $24,010, which is in Massachusetts. You get a federal EV incentive of $7,500, and then you get the Massachusetts excuse me, EV incentive at $3,500. That's a total of $13,410 off of this car. That's pretty impressive. Now, I have, I'm very conflicted when it comes to in these kind of incentives. I think they're great. I'm going to take advantage of them. However, the real winners in the IRA uh, tax credits, the real winners are the manufacturers and like the battery manufacturers and stuff like that. 
we are getting a very small amount of that money and the other the 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 businesses the multi-billion dollar businesses are getting a much larger part of that share so just to give you an example according to bloomberg tesla is getting about 1.8 billion dollars in a windfall from the ira tax credits which bloomberg says is allowing them to cut prices so on one hand that's benefiting us a little bit but Auto manufacturers like Tesla are definitely getting the better end of the stick for sure. I'm going to add one more thing to this because a lot of people are saying, well, we're getting these uh, discounted prices because the new updated Model 3 codenamed Highland that is like just about ready to be released. And maybe that's true. This weekend, there was a rumor that Elon went to Giga Shanghai to view this new Uh, vehicle. We don't have any more details on that. We don't even know if that's real or not. Elon was definitely at Giga Shanghai. We don't know what he was doing there, but that's the rumor. But it does sound like the Highland will be released or at least announced soon. All right, everybody, that is it for me on today's episode. This Friday, we have an interview with Bart Bouchatz of Let's Talk Apple. He's on Allison Sheridan's show, uh, Security Bits. They do a fantastic segment there. There's a ton of stuff that Bart does, and I'll make sure to list it all in the show notes when we do that interview. Bart's looking for a new EV. So Bart was nice enough to sit down with me. It was very late in Ireland. He was nice enough to sit down with me and go over all of the EVs that he's been looking at and share with us the pros and cons as he sees them of each of those vehicles. So it it was a lot of fun. Bart's a heck of a nice guy. All right, everybody, that is it for me this week. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you on Friday. By the way, if you're still here, sorry about the stutter. I don't know where it's coming from. It's really bad today. There's a lot of stammering in this this episode and a lot of blabbing, a lot of blabbing. Like now, I'm still blabbing. All right, everybody, I'll talk to you on Friday. Bye.